Hey, Ash. Hey, Taryn. Um, we're not alone today. We're, we're not alone today. We observe it. Well, everyone mean, on YouTube like, is like, no, yeah. I feel like that's like, uh, like I was going to start going into like a sermon. You're normal. You're not alone. <laughs> Why are we not alone, Ash? Because uh, we have some guests here on the podcast. For those of you that don't know, I we never have guests on the podcast. We went through a season of it and we were like, this isn't for us. We're, we work better alone. But it's not that we work better alone. We're just lazy. Well, yeah. It so takes true. a lot of work to, to plan to do a collab, which obviously us and our guests have been talking about doing this collab for mm-hmm. almost a year now. I was thinking about that. The first time I met you guys was about a year ago. This is The Confident Collective. Um, and we are we have been talking about <laughs> doing this collab since we first met, which was at a Nest event. Yes. Literally like a year ago. We'll say who we is going to introduce them. <laughs> Everyone's this like, is I Rayanne and Christina from The Confident Collective. They are two plus-size models and body activists here to get real and candid about living your most confident life, which... That's a great tagline. Who wrote it? Be honest. I feel like we tag teamed it. Of course you did. That's so cool. I think we did tag team it, but we're honored that like, we don't usually have guests. Yeah, we're I know. I'm super honored. <laughs> yeah. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. just trying to we're branch really out. We're really elite. Probably no, every time kidding. we see you, we're like, when are we doing a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> Literally from like the first day we met. I yeah. mean, it was, when we first met, it was a weird thing. We were all at an event and we started chatting and we realized that not only did we all have podcasts, but we all had podcasts with like our best friends mm-hmm. and we were all talking about similar topics and we were like, we have to collab. Yeah. It took us a freaking year, but here we are. I know. And I'm very, very excited dinner. about it. It was so fun. I also feel like we had so many similarities because we had so many many mutual friends yeah we lived around the same neighborhood yes it was just meant to be me yeah. and christina are basically neighbors yeah, basically. and then my boyfriend's friend was oh, dating yeah, that you was weird. For a second. that was so weird your boyfriend was like <laughs> your boyfriend was like do you know a guy named blank from denver and i was like what? And he knew this guy I like briefly dated who probably thinks I'm insane. <laughs> because I was like, oh god. Oh my god, it's so like, funny. I forgot about I that. To, that was like was so many we weird things like so that. Where I was like, like, wow, we all get along too well. I yeah. know. It was meant to be. It yeah, really it was. Really also, was. shout out to Nest because that was a great dinner and everyone got along really well. It was that really, was really. It's not always the case. Yeah. Um. Just so everyone can get used to like your voice with your name, do you want to just give a quick intro? who you are, yeah. whatever your top like bulletins of what's going on in life. Okay, I'm Rayanne, um, one half of the Confident Collective. <laughs> um, I'm currently in the process of moving to New York City. So a crazy transition. We miss you already. Crazy, <laughs> I know, but oh, if you're in New York, let me know. I, okay. I can't even describe, I'm so excited. Um, I'm single, so I kind of talk about like dating, singleness, all this, this stuff. Um, and yeah, I'm just excited for this next adventure. Yeah, huge um, adventure. Yeah. yeah, so that's me. I'm Christina. I'm the other half of the Confident Collective. 
I am pregnant as hell right now. Yeah. I yeah. literally like could have a baby by the end of this recording. Who knows? Like any day now. In the back of my head, I was like, if they we cancel, it might be because yeah. I know. Literally, yeah. when we were booking this, I was like, it needs to be the beginning of January yeah. because like otherwise the baby will be here. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I'm a mom of almost two, and I've been with my husband now for like 12 years. So, kind of like how Ran tackles like dating and single life. That's I awesome. kind of talk about relationships and. Married life and what's the, what's that all about? Yeah, that's so which awesome. is perfect. That's just yeah, like completely that. completes yeah the full circle yeah. on yeah. relationships and dating and life. Yeah. Do you guys ever get? We always laugh because we've had people comment when they finally see pictures of us. They're like, "Oh my gosh, I had your voices." Swapped. Like they would have guessed Ooh. your photos are different. Especially because you, you guys don't that? do video, so I feel like that would happen a lot. I don't know. I think because we so much of our audience comes from social media. True. Got it. Yeah. From like Instagram they and see TikTok. You, yeah. I feel like they're used to who we are and what we look like, right? Yeah. 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 We haven't heard that. Yeah. But. It's such a trip. Yeah. We get it all the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, we're so, since, you know, we relate on the whole Besties Who podcast, I wrote some, I looked up, uh, how do you, like, who, how do, can you tell you know your best friend questions? Okay. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So we're going to pass this beautiful cut. We wanted it to be like aesthetic and then. That's all I had. This was all hashed up. Okay. So Shout out to Stumptown Free promo. Yeah. Um, so it has questions. So like if I pull a question, I'll ask it to Ash and then you know what Ooh, I mean? I love this. So you yeah. can start Ash. Okay, perfect, perfect. So this is for us? Oh my gosh, I'm or nervous. this is for them? No, 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 no. Like you're asking the question. I have to answer your question. <laughs> my, you answer okay. mine and then they'll okay. answer each other's. Okay, here we go. Okay. <laughs> which oh which fashion decision was my biggest mistake? <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't. Taryn, <laughs> um, I don't feel like I can think of a fashion one. I would say, like, does your haircut count? I knew, <laughs> I knew she was gonna go hair. I feel like we can make that count. Ash's. Well, I mean, we just we just posted photos of it. Ash went through some dark. <laughs> Periods where her hairstyle just wasn't wasn't it it wasn't it, it so wasn't I would it. say like I mean because fashion is very relative right like right. anything hair can look is an good if you just rock it but sure. that was like wait did you tell her at the time best. you didn't like her no hair? I didn't know her but like oh, when I look okay, back okay. since I've known you I can't think of I did like the extreme a line at one point I had like a shag hair for a long time and then I thought I was for sure the mother of dragons because I like bleached my hair yeah. Platinum and it wasn't yeah. great. It wasn't great. Just wash. I don't me think out. I've ever like looked at you, your fashion, and been like, "What are you doing?" But I don't love know. that. I'll take. I'll that. pay attention now. Um, describe my perfect day. This should be so easy. Uh, Taryn's perfect day is <laughs> waking up and making herself a coffee slash driving to Starbucks and getting a venti iced soy vanilla latte. Uh, or if it's Alfred, then a vanilla oat latte. Yes. And then uh, she loves building Legos. Yeah. She'd probably end the day like getting in her comfy sweatpants yeah. and lighting a candle and putting a show that she's seen repeatedly, like probably 30 times, probably yep. New Girl or Friends, yep. and building a Lego set. Amazing. Nailed it. All right, yeah, I, I, I know the two I would have said for you on those questions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, I'm dying to know what my biggest fashion mistake was. <laughs> <That's yours. laughs> oh, yeah. You guys, what? she went through a phase where she wore fedoras. Oh. She probably no, did. like mini fedora, fedoras, thirty like fedoras, fedoras. Like a plethora mini? of fedoras. No, like they're one, like the cool wide brim ones. Yeah, like they were like. I went through a hat I, phase I went, too. Okay, we're gonna need you to send us a photo that we yeah. can have like. 
on screen. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. can we make about. a note? We need I a fedora plenty, pic. Okay, <laughs> I have plenty. So many. I don't think I've ever owned a fedora. Every I definitely single did. photo of me abroad for six months has either a fedora or a scarf in it. <laughs> yeah, it's so embarrassing. It was like so bad, but you rocked it, so it was like. Good. I was really confident. Yeah. Yeah. I, was really confident. <laughs> I, really, I own them. Okay? I look great. <laughs> okay. Which game or reality show would I do best on? Ooh. Oh my gosh. Okay, well. Oh, this is really hard. Okay, I think what I would love to see you on is like a Love is Blind. Ooh, yeah, Ooh, yeah, yeah. Okay, agree. You heard it here first. Because I think <laughs> that you can be really vulnerable and I think you can let yourself open up if you don't. Like, I think you could actually meet your husband on a show like that and fall mm. in love. Wow, I love that. But I also think. You're really athletic, and I would love to see you on a show like Survivor or something. Like, I think oh, like yeah. you actually would do pretty well. I have seen your workout content, and mm-hmm. I would agree with that. Yeah. yeah. You could be, oh. like, the fun, like, comedic relief, Ooh, too, in yes. the show, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've never seen Survivor. <laughs> You've never but, seen Survivor? But you know, like, no. one of those types. One of those yeah. shows. Like, competition. No, I would thrive. Yeah, but I also, homework. Watch Survivor. Okay, yeah. I, <laughs> I would rather do that than Love, Love is Blind. Blind. But I probably need to go on Love is Blind because I do think I'm pretty snap. I'm not sure. But anyway, <laughs> I think there needs to be an initial attraction. Yeah. You see what I mean, though? I know. That's, that's why, why she's like, like I, you need to go on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would yeah. love to. No, have honestly, you on that. Same, 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 same. That's why it would be fascinating, though. Yeah, probably. Yeah, definitely. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, I'm so nervous. <laughs> I can't even open it. Okay, this is an easy one. What do I put on my pizza? Wait, I just feel like you're a pepperoni gal. Always. Okay. Yeah. I got yeah. nervous and I was like, Agreed. wait, it's too easy. It's yeah. too easy. That's all you need. Yeah. <laughs> you're a pepperoni gal. Amazing. Okay, there's wait. more. If we oh, want. are we doing another? Yeah, yeah. I took yours out. Maybe one more oh. round? Yeah, yeah put it back round. in. Yeah. Okay, Taryn. Who was my biggest crush when I was younger? Oh, crap. Um, JTT? Uh, no. But J. 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 Sandarulo. No, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I would probably go with Johnny Depp. I loved him Ooh. all through high school. Okay. Yeah. I had okay. posters. I had folders. Yeah. Big, big fan. It wasn't Shaq like mine. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. Which two fictional BFFs are most like us? That's a good one. Like TV shows count? Yeah. Am I the CC to your Jess? I mean, you the Jess to my CC? Yeah, I feel like I'm the sassier one who's more protective. You are, but also but you are the weird teacher yeah. that is funny. You're a mash of CC and Jess. Yeah, yeah. between that's the two a of good, us. That's a good that's one a to be. Wait, what would yeah. yours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would yours be? Fictional BFFs. That's such an interesting I don't question. Know. I don't know. Like honestly, no one is like comes to mind right away. I need to think about that. What friends characters sure. would you be? Ooh. Cuz I feel like that says a lot about a person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like we're all we're both like a combo of all three. You've been really monicaing it up lately. Been mon- I have been. She has <laughs> been in her big Monica era. Yeah. yeah. Well, she, mostly cuz I'm just cleaning. She's cleaning yeah. organizing and organizing. 1000%. You are in, yeah, you're in your Monica era right now. Also prepping for baby. I feel like yeah, that all, that no, all that tracks. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I kind of want to say we're Blair and Serena, but I just, <gasps> oh, that's okay. my favorite duo. Yeah. Well, that's just who we really want to be. That's who we want to be. Can we just put that out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just going to say that. <laughs> I love that for you. Yeah. 
Okay, when we met, did you think we'd be besties? That's a good one. Hmm. That's a, that's an interesting question. I don't think that I was like, oh my gosh, like Ray's gonna be my BFF, but I definitely felt like there was gonna be a longer term relationship there. Yeah. We kind of met through Instagram and more of like a collab type. Yeah. Well, okay. and we were at the same modeling agency. Oh yeah. And yeah, then yeah. you I like, always forget about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we went to lunch. We like literally went to lunch down on at Jones. Jones on Third. Oh yeah. 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 And it, then we honestly were just like always in a professional setting. Yeah. And then it just like grew and grew and grew. And then we're, like, from there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's really I cool. Love that. Mm-hmm. That's really yeah. cool. Um, I think you introduced me to my first Chinese chicken salad. <gasps> oh. That's how I should have known it was like yeah. that. <laughs> that's that's a good that's that's recommendation. Says a lot about a person. Way longer than me. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But Interesting. I was like, you gotta try this. <laughs> so okay. Where would we go if we can go on any vacation? Um, well, we wouldn't be able to decide. That would be like <laughs> our, our we wouldn't problem. get anywhere. We wouldn't be able to go anywhere. Because we've tried to plan things, and we literally cannot figure it out. Definitely, I think we would want a beach vacation with some sort of booze cruise, mm-hmm. adventure booze element. Booze cruise, for sure. Uh-huh. Honestly, maybe, I would say maybe, like, Bali or something. I knew you were going to say that we are really? going to Bali. We need to plan that. Yeah. We were trying to plan Wait, can we a come? confident. <laughs> yeah, because we've been trying to plan a confident collective trip for a while. Yeah. And this is why she's saying we can't make a decision because we feel like we are personally really good vacation planners for ourselves. Yeah. yeah. But nothing just feels good no, enough. No, these for people are trying to like plan a vacation for us and we're like, well, why don't we do a booze cruise? And yeah. they're like, Mm. <laughs> I'm like, what? Like, we're trying to, What's like, make these, that? like, fun activities, and they're just not giving on the activities yeah. anyway. Perfect. So. Well, you guys f- figure it out, decide, and then we'll just show Come up. Yeah, we'll just, we'll just we'll be like, oh, my God, how weird. Everyone's invited, too. okay? Yeah. okay. Amazing. Everyone Amazing. is invited. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Well, fun, fun fact about our podcast. One of our like top three 
things, obviously you guys know we give advice here. People write in situations, we advise them on it. One of our top three topics is body positivity. Like it's just one of the most common ones. Our main demographic is women. And um, we just are so excited to have you guys on. Would love to know how you guys got into it, what it's like being in the influencer industry as body positive activists. Also that term, like I love that term. And so I would love to just hear like, if, if you're describing yourself and you say, I am a body positive activist, like what does that look like? Because that term excites me, but I feel like I haven't really heard it before. So I would love to just like, if you could just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I the reason I got into it was because I've always just been insecure in my body, like mm-hmm. growing up. I felt like I can't even tell you the amount of times people have said to me growing up, you don't want to be just a pretty face, Christina. And it was always like body shaming from every angle. And I honestly don't think a lot of it was meant to hurt me or intentional, but it definitely shapes the way you feel about yourself. Um, But I was still confident in other aspects of my life. It's just I really struggled with body confidence. And then I started blogging and putting myself on social media about – 11 years ago now mm-hmm. and for a while I felt like I had to fit this certain mold mm-hmm. and it was really frustrating trying to be an influencer when you can't go into a showroom and pick out clothes yep. because nothing fits you um, when no one else looks like you and then I don't even know what happened but like one day I was just like wait a minute like I just need to address this oh I think I know what happened I gained weight I yeah. like lost a lot of weight and I was like oh now I can be an influencer and model and then I started to gain weight And I was like, I need to address this. And I did. And it was like finally the first time I felt like I could be real. And like the way people related to it so much just inspired me to keep going with it. Which, again, I feel like that just confirms that you were doing the right thing. When you Mm -hmm. finally are able to like articulate something that you've been experiencing and just like a wave of people are like, yes, Yes. same. That just Mm -hmm. goes to show that you're not alone and everyone, everyone is feeling the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then as far as body positive activists, I kind of start to use body confidence activists a little bit more now because I think that <sighs> positivity started to like feel toxic to yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, I get that. And I, I can see that. that as well too. And I think that you just can't expect to look in the mirror every single day and feel mm-hmm. amazing about yourself. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? And like have that constant positive outlook. Yeah. As much as we'd love to have that, it's not it's not real. Like yeah. realistically. It's not realistic. Every day that's um, not. But I do think that every day you can choose to be confident about yourself in some sort of way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One, two, like, I mean, in a healthy relationship, which ultimately, like, you do have a relationship with your body. And if you look at relationships, like, sometimes you fight with your significant other, but you still love them and you yeah. support them. So I think for me that was like an interesting part of the journey, too, of being like, no, I can still feel insecure and like want to wear long sleeve because I hate my arms today, but I can still be very gentle in how I'm yes. talking to myself and like gassing myself up. And um, and you can so still be confident in like a different aspect. Mm-hmm. Like maybe you're feeling insecure about your arms that day, but you go and crush your work day. Yeah. Right. You know, and you're feeling confident in that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I love that. What about you? Yeah. So I, similar to Christina, I grew up like, I, I mean, I feel like I've been five foot 11 since like sixth grade. Like I've just (laughs) been like the tall big girl. And, um, I just always felt super self-conscious about myself. Um, but I really started to find my confidence through what I was wearing. Like for when I was 12, I actually have it on the background of my phone. I asked for this like tie dye outfit for Christmas (laughs) and these like platform I called them my Spice Girl boots yeah. and I loved this outfit so much and it changed how I felt about myself and mm-hmm. that's when I was like 
And ever since then, so I, there was always this tie between like finding my confidence through fashion and two growing up people always kind of looked to me they thought I'd dress crazy I would wear like riding boots and stuff in high school and this was like before they were cool yeah (laughs) um and so that's how I kind of got into that and just showing women that you can wear whatever you want you don't need to have a certain body type yeah to wear I love that what is cool or trendy or whatever um and I also just didn't I loved following fashion bloggers and creators yeah, I don't think the word content creator was a thing it was when not it, then 10 eight years <laughs> yeah. ago um but no one honestly apart from maybe two or three women I followed no one looked like me none of my yeah. favorite content mm-hmm. creators were anywhere near my size yeah so I was like okay I'm gonna do it so I started posting on Instagram and how to blog mm-hmm. in, in college and it's just grown from there and then I think with the term like body positive activist similar to Christine I definitely think now we're seeing a lot more of the term like body neutrality like yeah, not yeah. feeding into like this toxic positivity of like I love my body every single day because like Christina said that's just not, not realistic. that's not realistic mm-hmm. it's like and also I think what's really cool is like, getting away from <clears throat> so much focus around your body like let's it's like yes that's this carries you throughout your every single day but like let's use that brain power for you know other things yeah and just be like yeah I'm, I'm good with my body it doesn't need to take up every se- brain cell that I have yes. Yes. yes you know what I mean yes. so um but again just we want to just empower women to feel good in in their bodies and feel confident so that they can be a, like the best version of themselves out in the world yeah so. yeah and I think that confidence really like I think primarily why we started was because of body confidence, but that confidence like really trickles down to, to all aspects of life. And yeah. I think awesome. for us, we are just trying to build a community to inspire women to be confident in that. all aspects of their lives. Yeah. Because how you feel about yourself directly correlates to how you perform at your job, mm-hmm. to like, you trying to go on a date, yeah. to you mm-hmm. interacting with friendships, to you taking that trip, taking those chances. Yeah. So, yeah. Even just yeah. like being social. Exactly. Oh my in God, any yeah. way. Yeah. And like so many things I would say like, oh, I'm going to like wait tell to do that till I lose weight oh my gosh and yes it's like and then I just was like this is so stupid yeah. like I'm tired of yes. waiting to do things like go on for me a lot of it was dating yep. or like Same. traveling and I was like why am I am literally waiting to travel till I'm think I'm skinny like yeah. right. wait yeah. and then to a, to a degree at some point you're just not living life exactly right because right? mm-hmm. you're waiting for this one thing to go live your life when you nothing should stop you from living your life yeah one of my favorite bits of content that you specifically create actually I've seen both of you do it but it is it was this outfit styled on like a yes. size for body yeah. styled on my size yeah. and that's absolutely my favorite content that you guys put out because oh, I think clothing specifically has such a huge power on over how I feel, I could be feeling just the sh- and I put on a pair of heels and I feel great. Like, yeah. it's just this weird magic that happens when it comes to me and my relationship with heels. Mm-hmm. I immediately feel sexy. I don't have to get ready, like hair and makeup. I immediately feel like I have my shit together and I just yeah. feel sexier and I just feel like way more confident with a pair of heels on. And I think, especially watching all of that content, it just really resonated with me. Like, oh my God, that's why it's important for me when I'm having down days to like really pour into my fit. Mm-hmm. It just dramatically changes how yeah. I see that day. I think also um, if you are a woman who is, I mean, it's I mean, it's sad how like small of a size can still constitute as plus size now. Right. Mm-hmm. But like I think for me, like you give up 
kind of at a certain point. Like after the fifth store you go in and the biggest size is not fitting and you had your fifth panic attack in a dressing room, Mm -hmm. like you kind of give up and are more like, at this point, I just need clothes that fit me. So I feel like this wave of like these beautiful, sexy women just showing their fits. Like for me, I watch and I'm like, oh my God, did she tag like where she put? Because I'm like... I feel like I've been educating myself too on brands that do have options for me and that don't make me feel like I'm in this box of like, okay, well, I just look for a size that I can fit in because I noticed when like my journey of becoming more plus size happened during COVID and that was the hardest part for me. Like I lost that part of me that loved fashion, that loved getting dressed. Like at at a certain point, I just stopped going places because I didn't have things to wear. So... I think content like that, anyone watches it and is like, this style is amazing, but you're also reaching those girls who are like, I don't even know how to dress my body right now. And I think Mm -hmm. it's so powerful. So Mm. I love it. Yeah. And I think that we both, we both kind of do this, but (laughs) even the other day I was like, I really need, I was going to shoot, I had a big shoot coming up and I was like, should I go to the mall? And we have to like honestly check ourselves. She's like, "Don't go to the mall. You're not gonna find yes. anything." I was like, <laughs> and I was like, "You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Nothing is and worse than trying like, on clothes." Yeah, at the and mall. that's just the reality. And I feel like I used to get so defeated about it. Sam, yeah. and my mindset has really changed to like, "You're so dumb, Zara. Yes. I would yeah. drop so much money here yeah. right now. Like, yes. you're lost. You're lost. You're lost." So I think that just kind of always remembering like you can't put your value on an arbitrary number mm-hmm. of a size. Like yeah. your jean size mm-hmm. changes between every single brand. So does yeah. your dress size. So like yeah. why do we put so much value in I that? I love that, yeah. And it gets to a point like too where if you're not, if you're so defeated and nothing is working, you just don't even want to try anymore. Mm-hmm. And then you don't have anything that makes you feel good. So yep. then you just feel worse. And, and then it's you're a like, it's a, yeah, it's a vicious cycle. And it's like, if we can show you something um, you know, that we got online because I still don't really shop in store yeah. very often <laughs> and make it easier and like fun yeah. again, no, then that. that's like the best, the best feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I love is both of you guys, when you were like talking about yourselves individually said how this was one of your like biggest insecurities growing up. Mm-hmm. And then now both of you guys met and our friends and have this podcast because you're both models. Mm-hmm. I would love to talk about how you guys got into modeling slash I feel like the modeling agency um, has changed so much these last few years, like leaning into more body positive models, more plus size models. And I would love to hear your experience through this whole last season and just you getting into modeling. Well, I always wanted to model, but always just felt like it was impossible because I was just too big. Um And then at a certain point, I was like, no, like, I really want to do this. I can do it. And I went from like a size 14 to a size four. And I literally spent a year dedicating myself to losing weight. And I'll never forget, I went into this modeling agency and they were like, we think you'd be perfect for a curve board. And I was like, what? (laughs) I was like, I'm a size four now. Like, and I was still considered plus at the time. This is in New York. And I was like, screw this. Um, And then... Honestly, it wasn't, I just, I stopped. I was like, I'm not interested in doing this anymore. Like, this yeah. is like sick if mm-hmm. a size four is considered to be like curve and plus yeah. size. Like, that's yeah. just so crazy yeah. to me. Well, especially back in the day, it was yeah. horrible. It was so mm-hmm. horrible. And then I started to gain some weight, and I feel like there was kind of at this perfect time of 
the body positive movement picking up. Mm-hmm. It was like when <laughs> Ashley Graham was blowing up and becoming mm-hmm. super popular. Mm-hmm. People were realizing, wait a minute, people wear above a size six. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I love how they're realizing it. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> and that's when I just started modeling and like just loved it so much because being able to see your body in a store uh-huh. or see your body and clothes that actually fit you would be so empowering to me growing up. Yeah, a thousand percent. Yeah. That's so yeah. cool. And I think like I remember I was in college when like it hasn't even been that long, which is so crazy. I was in college when it was Ashley Graham was the first curve model in Sports Illustrated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was even it was like in an ad for yeah. swimsuits for all. And I remember this ad and like showing my boyfriend at the time and I was like, oh my God, this is like groundbreaking. And I was yeah. like, okay, I really want to do this. And I started pursuing it after college. And I'm like no longer really in I'm not like signed with the traditional modeling agency or anything because I honestly still feel like those agencies are very outdated and like Mm -hmm. behind the Mm -hmm. times and like still like I just don't want I'm just like don't want to ask someone if I can dye my hair I don't I'm just like no I I, I get that (laughs) I you just don't have as much control and I think it's getting like better um but I personally am kind of like not in that world as much anymore because I like to have like creative control I like to be well and you have your own thing going now it might have been helpful to like get you off the ground but you don't need it anymore yeah but regardless it is cool to see so many models like Paloma and you know Precious Lee like popping like being in huge 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 campaigns it's 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 a wild exciting time for sure yeah and it's cool that you guys were a part of it yeah it's interesting you say um because I struggled like I mean, my whole life. And it's been cool because I, I decided, like, to open up that transition area like I had been through. Um, I got diagnosed with binge eating and then depression, like, during COVID. And it was just rough. And Ash, like, we were living together. So she was kind of, like, front row seat of, like, the whole process. And so I brought it onto the podcast. And it's been actually insane seeing the flow of people writing in just saying like oh my gosh this is what I'm going through or and it was so interesting because kind of how you said like when you gained weight that was when you found like a freedom and you were just like because I think that was like my I fought against that for so long of like gaining weight and accepting that my body was getting bigger like I was always working towards getting it back to normal and it was like it took that whole push and me to like totally break I had to focus on my like my mental health because I was like falling apart so I couldn't even put focus on my body because I was just like I have to get my brain like yeah Yeah. (laughs) your brain's broke like I gotta get it fixed but it was so interesting the freedom that came through that process and learning so much and then being a part of this community that is full of these like women who have the most beautiful hearts and it's so funny like I think there's things that like I've been through because of this journey that like no one can relate to that hasn't like had similar things and it builds a strength within you it it builds a resilience it builds a depth of self-love that I think a lot of people don't have to try to reach Mm -hmm. and so it was so interesting this whole journey kind of figuring that out but then I totally see the other side too where now that's all people want to talk about with me like it's always oh my gosh, you're so confident. And I'm like, why? Because I posted this picture of me like yeah. with Smiling my friends. Like, with why, <laughs> Do, why am yeah. I so confident? Because I'm the biggest 
person in the picture like what so it's it's this interesting thing where I'm like I I'll talk about it till I'm blue in the face because I'm passionate about it and the freedom I've been experiencing I want for every single person who struggles but at the same time like I really heard you guys when you're saying like at what point is it like no let's just be confident as women and as people and moving forward and demanding the respect and love we deserve because we deserve it as people, not because of my body or, you know, the stuff that comes tied to it. It's a very, like, weird area. 100%. Yeah, I think it's, like, I always think about this because there was one time, like, a year ago where I posted this picture and I was, like, sitting in this chair and I had, like, cellulite on my legs. And I was, like, okay, I feel like I need to, like, talk about this. And then I'm, like, or why can't I just, like, be? You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I think it's, like, The pendulum was so far in one direction, um, like, with the lack of diversity and, like, size inclusion. So it's kind of, like, swung back now to the other side where it's, like, we do feel like we need to be, like, blue in the face, like, talking about this and, like, making people aware and, like, being advocates for people of all sizes. And I think it's going to take a little while for it to kind of come back and, like, meet in a a middle where it's just, like, okay, yeah, like, why can't you just, like, be in your swimsuit and someone isn't saying... Oh my god, you're so confident. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like we're leaving that in 2022. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, okay. Amen to that. Yeah. For me, I go back and forth because agreed. Like I don't want to have to like talk about my body all the time. But I honestly think it is actually really helpful. And I think that just because I have been able to be confident mm-hmm. in my body doesn't mean that it's that easy for everyone else. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. Yeah. And I think having that constant reminder from people, um, especially people who you look up to and follow on social media, is really, really helpful. Like, it's what helped me become more yeah, confident. I, yeah. yeah. So I think that's – I like, I see both sides It's to it, choosing, you know I mean? like – and that I remember having that conversation <laughs> with Ashley and Alicia – Because my first video, I remember my first video about binge eating was, it was really interesting because I had set up a camera. I didn't know I was binge eating. I didn't know that that was like an eating disorder. Like there was a name to it until like one night I was like really, I had a really bad episode and I Googled something because I was like, I think something's wrong with me. Like, you know, those moments where you're like, I feel like this is outside of like the normal. Yeah. So I Googled something and an article came up about binge eating and I sat in my bed and sobbed hysterically because everything it said, I was like, Mm -hmm. you're reading my mail. You know what I mean? And so one of the things it talks about is like the shame cycle. So I had been hiding, I mean, our podcast audience like knows this whole story, but I had been hiding food wrappers in my like room and I would wait till they were gone to like go throw my trash away and like sneaking food. It was just like a whole thing. So I set up my camera to, like, show them my trash and have this empowering, like, moment. And when they walked in and I went to start talking, my body, I, like, I had, like, a mental breakdown. Like, I started convulsing. I started crying. They were, like, what is happening? And it was, like, this big thing. And I remember I was really scared to post it because I knew that there is that line where it's, like, if I'm going to share this because my heart is to – bring awareness and to bring an open conversation about this Mm -hmm. then I know that with that comes a sacrifice of like this is going to be a part of like what my content is and like what people are going to associate with me Mm -hmm. so it is like a weird where it's like 
you're fighting it, but then there are those times where you're still just human and you're like, why can't they just say, like, you look so hot, like your outfit. Yeah. Yeah. So it is like a weird thing, but I think it's a good thing for just people who consume content to think about. Like, mm-hmm. there are they are still people. Like, they are still just putting out art, and it's good to comment on just their art besides always associating certain terminology. But. Yeah. And, like, it's, it, it's a balance, and I think, like, I – like how many other women you held by sharing your story and talking about that is like so important so it's Mm -hmm, like I do think there is that like Christina said there is that need but yeah I just think it's about like a balance yeah yeah I think it's just about how you feel exactly there's not like a right answer or wrong answer for anyone because I follow some creators who have like the most beautifully aesthetic content and they don't post anything about their bodies and then I follow some who equally have such gorgeous content and almost every other post is about body positivity and empowering. Mm -hmm. And I love seeing that too. And I think that both can exist, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I think you just have to do whatever feels right for you. Yeah. Yeah. What's vulnerable to someone might not be okay to someone else and vice versa. And I think it was really interesting watching right after Taryn started, did that first video and then started posting more consistently about Mm -hmm. what she was going through. The influx of, emails that we started getting on the podcast and comments on her YouTube channel and her Instagram was just a ton of people, guys and girls just being like, same, you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Also it was during COVID. So I feel like the mass majority of people were like, yeah, I'm in the same freaking yeah, place. Yeah. Like we were all in like dark places, some were in other places, some were in others, but like communicative, like as a community, everyone was mm-hmm. going through it. And it was crazy seeing like just this wave of support slash same me too we're all in the same boat together yeah and kudos to you because that's really tough like it's easier to talk about that when you're kind of on the other side of it right yeah Yeah. but when you're going through it too and being super vulnerable and sharing that that's really really difficult so I give you a lot of respect and credit and I think you probably helped a lot more people than you even know thank you so much Mm -hmm. um I would love to hear I mean because obviously like confident is part of your name and I think it's a I feel like it's a question I get a lot of time of like how are you so confident or what is confident? I, and I feel like the more important question is what is confidence? Because I think my definition of what I think confidence is is probably different than everyone in the room. Like, we all have our take on it. So I would love for you guys to just share what you think confidence is and, like, how you exercise that. I think if you, like, a couple years ago, my answer about confidence would just go straight to, like, appearance and, like, body confidence and that's where my like definitely my journey began Mm -hmm. um but now it feels so much more complex like and so much more intertwined into like all aspects of life and I think confidence for me is having trust in myself and not caring what people think which is still hard for me um but I think like it's getting out of your being able to get out of your comfort zone no matter what it is mm-hmm. if it's like in work or in a social social life like oh you move to a new city you need to make friends like guess what you're gonna have to like put Step yourself up. out there yeah. and like getting out of your comfort zone builds that confidence and I think um for me it's just like having trust in yourself and getting your validation from yourself and not what anyone else thinks about I love you that. I love that yeah I definitely agree with that I think for me where I'm most confident is I just feel like I'm very unapologetically myself, like at all times. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, what you get is what you see, like in real life, online, everywhere in between, mm-hmm. the good and the bad. And like, I, that's just who I am. And I really just 
don't care if you yeah. love it or don't. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that's just who I am. So I think I'm really good at being myself. Um, and that makes me feel most confident. And then also, I think that I like grew up with parents who honestly were like, mm, if you want to be like president of the United States, you can do that. Like, yeah. And I feel like I still have that mentality where like, if I want something, like I feel like I can get it. You are and capable I can, like, of getting what you're doing. It. Yeah. I might not always know how to go about doing it, mm-hmm. um, but I feel like I have it within me to do it if I want to. Yeah, yeah. Which is a huge sum. I mean, even I, that's my like word for this year is being brave or mm-hmm. not, not making decisions because fear is involved. And that is my biggest stumbling block is I stop myself at the doubt that comes from pursuing something instead of being like, no, I can do it. Like, I'll figure it out once it comes. For me, I think about the whole, I play the whole play by play of what I, could happen and what could go wrong. I can't and do I, that. And yeah. <laughs> that's all within what, five minutes of me on the toilet before I like actually get up to like do <laughs> mm-hmm, my day. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that is such a powerful thing. And that's something like I, I would love to have and to possess and want to work towards. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's such a good mentality to like even strive for. Like, even you talking about that, I'm sitting here like, I want that. Like, oh. but that's good. It's but good it's to talk about. I, maybe you struggle a little bit with perfectionism. I don't know you well enough, but like sometimes I wish I thought a little bit about the in between. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. But you kind of yeah. like just have to figure things out. But I do believe like if you can like see it, like you can do it. Like you just have that. to. I guess you just have to visualize it. And it, I think that it is a skill. Yeah. You know? Oh, it's totally a skill. I was just going to chime in because I feel like for me, the journey to confidence has been like ups and downs and ups and downs. And then especially post COVID, I felt like I went back into being social, mm-hmm. back into work, back into dating and being so insecure about everything. Mm-hmm. Like I hadn't dated in a while. I hadn't even like talked to a guy in a really long time. Work was like, I don't know what the TikTok came out. And I was like, what is TikTok? <laughs> like I didn't know. I wasn't confident in all of the things that I used to be confident in. And I think what I had to realize is I was like, okay, just like anything else, I can't jump back into where I was with being confident. And I took like little baby steps every single day of doing something that made me feel a little confident or got me out of my comfort zone Mm -hmm. or was a little bit of a stretch, but like we just kind of faked it till we made it and we got through it. Or even like, I hate going to events. I hate going to events. It's like the worst. I hate it. I'm a very, I'm way more introverted than than I am outroverted. Extroverted. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Um, And getting myself to go to events is tough but like forcing my having to force myself to go and I'd be like you can go for 30 minutes and you can bounce you know you don't have to stay here all night and getting myself to do all of those little things taught me that I am capable Mm -hmm. of doing those things and I the next time I am a little more confident going into it and the next time maybe I walk in there and I feel like I own the room it's it's crazy how like the little wins add Mm -hmm. to like this big feeling of feeling confident 100% and I think something that's really important to remember with all that is not being defeated mm-hmm. if maybe you let yourself down in a certain mm-hmm. way. Or like, even like last week, I was like, wow, like I should probably really work. Like I'm a contract, <laughs> like I should post something on TikTok <laughs> yeah. or Instagram yeah. or just something. I'm like, you know what? Like it's okay. Like I don't think that you have to beat yourself up mm-hmm. over like every loss or like yeah. everything that happens or that is out of your control either. Yeah. I think that it's just maintaining that bigger vision yeah. um, and knowing that like you literally have everything within you to do what you want to do and you can fi- figure out everything else in yeah. between. Yeah. 
No, I love that because it chips away at you. And that's Mm -hmm. my whole, like, I feel like I used mentally the term, like, failures Mm -hmm. to define so many things where it was like, oh, I didn't do this. I failed instead of, like, no, you just didn't do that. So how about we think about what could we do next time? Or, like, you know, like with Ash, I remember telling her, you know, she always says, oh, I struggle with events. And I'm like, you saying I'm going to bring a plus one who's social to these events so that I can go into that. Like, that's not copping out. That's being smart and thinking about what are my skills and what are ways I can support myself in this area that I'm not comfortable with. Mm -hmm. So I think it's like we're so – I mean, I know for me I'm so, like, definitive about what I think is, like, I should do and if I don't do that's not enough and, like, whatever – when I sometimes I just sit with myself and I'm like, chill, like just mm-hmm. chill. Like, okay, if you want to do something different next time, then like figure it out. Like, what do you need to do? Instead of like you said, having like, you know, oh, you failed at this. And because then my confidence next time to try is low because I'm like, well, you didn't do it last time. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And by the way, Ash, I find it hilariously ironic that we met you in an event where yeah. I was like, this girl's <laughs> so cool, so confident. Yeah. We literally talked to you for like two days or like the yeah. whole night at least. Yeah. And I'm like, I would never, ever know that. So sometimes maybe yeah. you need to fake it a little I, bit. No, a thousand percent. And I've gotten really, I've started making myself, even events where they're like, you don't get a plus one. Mm-hmm. I've been making myself go. <laughs> and there have been probably the majority of them where I felt very uncomfortable, didn't know what to do, had a slight, slight panic attack and was like, can't leave me early light, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, there were there have been two events where I had to go by myself and I walked away like made a friend made a contact like yeah um it was it ended up being great and it was it was crazy being able to look back and being like both of those were so good for me even mm-hmm. the bad ones because it got me talking to strangers mm-hmm. I don't even remember who they are mm-hmm. like it doesn't matter like mm-hmm. I got through it and like that was all that was all practice for me, right. you know, and like every little thing is a win, even if it wasn't great. <laughs> yeah. It's still a win. You still went and proved to yourself yeah. like you yeah. held you held this like this this um I was gonna say pact that you had with yourself. Yeah. Promise that you made yourself. Yeah. You upheld yeah, yeah. like that's a really intense you held this pact with yourself. Yeah. This promise you made yourself, you upheld that and you saw it through and maybe you were like, Well, I feel fing awkward. But yeah. like you did it and now yeah. next again like you're gonna feel like a little bit less awkward because you're like all right well I already did that and that sucked so like it really is a great starting point because like I look back and I'm like oh nothing could be worse than how bad you were that first time (laughs) yeah so it's all up from here you know at least I've gotten better at those kinds of things if I have a plus it's usually not that bad um and then if it's more intimate it's usually a win for me because I'm really great in smaller groups or one-on-one if it's just a big party then I'm I'm in the corner, usually by the bar. <laughs> and, and honestly, those are intimidating. Yeah. Like, it's so it's hard to walk into a huge room with a lot of people where, especially if they know each other, it's like, how do you break into that circle? How do you introduce yourself? Right. Yeah. So you're especially not influencer like events where I love when I walk in because I'm the worst influencer. I, I don't think I even deserve that term because I don't watch a lot of content at all. Like, I barely post. It's very, you know, anyways. Um but I walk into these events and I genuinely don't know who anyone is, but everyone's looking at me like you are honored to know who I am or like brush past me. So those events are always so hard because I am so social, but when you go to certain events where there's that like kind of like, you know, stiff upper back kind of energy and you try to talk to people and they just don't give you the time of day, 
it is kind of awkward to be like, okay, well, I don't know where to look now. Or like, <laughs> yeah. I always how to hold my hand. Sound on TikToks like, hey, yeah, hey, how y'all doing? Hey. That's how I feel good. Hey. You have to like hey. tiptoe in. <laughs> Are you gonna socialize? No, no. And yeah. I think, too, like, though, I bet those people are even so insecure because yeah. they have this, like, oh, you know, they, people have to think. I mean, like, honestly, that boils down to, like, insecurity. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, okay, we're all people. Like, yeah. what, are we going to all stand around here and, like, twiddle our thumbs? We're all probably feeling awkward. Like, yeah. <laughs> let's just, got to break the ice and just, like, break the ice. No, lean into it. it. I love it. Um, well, do you want to sure do have plan boss? She's she's in the mastermind. <laughs> um, well, as you guys know, we're an advice podcast. People write in. It could be serious, could be funny, could be anywhere in between. Um, and we advise them on it. So we have an email that I'm going to read and pay attention. Take notes or I'm don't. Excited. Doesn't matter. Um, and we can all kind of pitch in on what we think they should do okay. also yeah. like you can jump in too like yeah. if you're like wait i want to say something about this like okay, okay. don't feel like i this have is to read just the whole girls thing. talking about stuff so mm-hmm. just okay. jump in Ooh, mm-hmm. i love this okay this one is titled please help am i responsible for my ex-best friend's happiness no, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is we're and done, we're done. Wrap. that's a wrap <laughs> um they want to be anonymous so no name they write, hi, Ashley and Taryn. My name is Anonymous, haha, and I have been a weekly listener since the pandemic started in 2020. I'm a 21-year-old woman and an Enneagram 3 wing 2 on the Enneagram. Wait, do you guys know your numbers? Mm-hmm. What? I think I do. Oh, we should I've have never done that. that. Okay, well, you need to take the test, and then we'll More tell homework. you all you need to know about survivor. yourself. Survivor. I got to do and the Enneagram, Enneagram <laughs> test. Do you uh, know what number you are? I think so, but I can't. I think I'm three of them, though. I'm like a wing one then with something else. Probably. Okay, yeah. I think I'm an eight wing seven with a three or seven what? wing eight with a three. So you're probably eight, yeah, eight, which is the challenger and then the yes. enthusiast. So like life yes. of the party, but also I'll call you out if yes, I need yes, to. Yes, yes, Wait, yes. that oh, is yeah. so her. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't even know what this test is. No, that's that amazing. Her. What's the number three again? Number three or, like, is kind of like the perfectionist, a little bit driven, a little very work focused and success driven. Mm-hmm. In, like every aspect She's of all, life. Mm-hmm. Accurate. Yeah. No, they sound <laughs> yeah. about right. Actually, Nicole, our mutual friend, yes. she made me do it. That was one of the other small things. Yeah. We have Nicole. Yeah. 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 Okay, well, you have to take it. Yes. My okay. entire side note, my entire LA friend group, anyone I know from LA, it stems from me having known her. It's just the weirdest. It's just the weirdest thing. Weird. That's how you make friends in LA. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. it's Find always you meet person. one person and then like the whole world opens up. It's so weird. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the Enneagram is a personality test that we heavily lean into. Um, she is a three wing two, which means she's extremely success driven and focused. Uh, she continues. She's a college graduate as of this past month. She writes this email will be kind of long, but my situation has been brewing for multiple years. So I need to provide some background. What I need advice on is how to move forward with the relationship with my former college roommate. Let's call her Mary. We were roommates for three and a half years. In college, for freshman and most of our sophomore year, we were best friends who spent all of our time together. Although she did not have a lot of friends other than me, we had lots in common and spent so much time together, especially during COVID. Everything changed at the end of sophomore year when Mary started dating a new boy, let's call him Jack. 
It's always a boy. Always Jack. Jack. Literally always. It's freaking Jack. <laughs> My issues with Mary dating Jack were threefold. First of all, she started dating Jack just three days after ending a two and a half year relationship with another guy. Okay. Damn. Second, she started dating Jack very secretively and would lie to me about where she was whenever she would hang out with him. And third, Jack was already dating one of Mary's close friends when Mary and Jack started going out. If that's wait, not wait, Mary Factor. I'm a little confused. Uh-huh. Wait, repeat the last one. Jack was already dating one of Mary's close friends when Mary and Jack started going going out, and she writes, and Mary didn't care about that girl's feelings. So Mary broke up with her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Three days later, she started She's dating Jack. Jack, who's dating one of her friends. Yes, that yeah. she doesn't care about. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Complicated and very. being secretive, rightfully so. Yeah. yeah. Now we understand why, why she's so being, secretive. She's being very sly for a reason. Um, as you can imagine, this whole situation was very unsettling, and it made me begin to question the kind of person and friend that Mary really was. We barely spoke this summer after she started dating Jack, but I gave her the benefit of the doubt, and we roomed together again for a third year. She was, she writes in all caps, completely different. She dressed and acted differently, had a different sense of humor, isolated herself from socializing with any of our other sweetmates, and would spend a minimum of two hours a day on the phone with her boyfriend. We grew distant, and I began to prioritize other friendships. Smart girl. (laughs) I mean. (laughs) The summer before senior year, she reached out saying that she wanted to rekindle our friendship. So we got together, and she apologized for how our friendship had changed, and she acknowledged that she made Jack too much of a priority in her life. I accepted her apology, and we agreed to live together senior year, but in separate rooms. The night before the move-in day, yes, you read that correct, the night before, she calls me and says she wants to bring a pet to live with us. And for context, I am extremely allergic to that kind of pet. So I was very confused, upset, and angry that she was throwing all of this at me the night before I was moving and giving me no time to change sweets. And she said she needed to prioritize herself and her own feelings and that she was shocked that I wasn't more understanding. The morning of the move-in, she called to tell me that she was reconsidering the pet. So thank God for that. But all throughout the final semester together, things were okay between us, but always very surface level. She would sleep at Jack's house three out of three to five nights out of the week, so I rarely saw her. And when she was here, she would isolate herself in her room. I began to prioritize my time and my other friendships and realized that I didn't really know her as a friend anymore. And here's where things get tricky. During the last week of school, Mary cried to me multiple times saying that she feels lonely because she has so few friends. I felt very awkward during these conversations because I do not consider her to be a close friend anymore, just someone that I'm friendly with. I do not know how to comfort my ex-best friend on her regrets on not having many friends. During these conversations, she did not acknowledge how absent she was our senior year or bring up the pet fiasco. I'm wondering if you have any advice on how I should move forward. Do I cut her off completely? Do I reach out and try to rekindle things? Do I wait for her to make the first move? Which... By the way, she's never done. I'm feeling very confused and I need some advice. With lots of gratitude, oh. anonymous. She writes, P.S. She never ended up bringing the pet on campus. LOL. <laughs> Woof. Woof. Well, this sounds like an exhausting friendship to this, me. Yeah. At a certain point, you do have to like look at the friendship and just and just look and see if things are fair. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, it's obviously friendships fluctuate. Sometimes it leans one way, sometimes it leans the other way, mm-hmm. and that's just life. But to, at a certain point, you have to be like, "Am I? Is this healthy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is this always on her mm-hmm. side? Because that's not fair." Yeah, I mean, I think if it were me, one, 
if she's not like really reaching out or putting out the effort, I don't feel like she. Wait, anonymous needs to be anonymous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, who's Mary? yeah? But also, I feel like if you really value this friendship with Mary and it's something that you think that could be a long-term friendship, mm -hmm. then I say you can put in the work. But if it were me, I'd be like ruthlessly honest about how yeah. I feel about everything. Yeah, because you don't want it, the same patterns to happen again. And you don't want to resent your friend because it sounds like there's like some resentment there already, yeah. rightfully so. Yeah, right. Yeah, like I feel like they could never move forward with a friendship with Anonymous having this resentment right it's now. Unspoken. Like spoken. She would have to like it. Let's say I, I personally don't think that Anonymous she should reach out to Mary. Yeah. Because it's like if let's say Mary reached out to her and like wanted to you know rekindle the friendship again, blah blah blah, for like a second or third time, whatever and she's feeling forgiving, mm -hmm. then, okay, they'll have to have a conversation about it. Yeah. But if not, I still think she should be like, hey, like to be honest, this is what you did. Yeah. This is how it made me feel. And, like, I just don't really think this is going to work. Yeah. That's what I would do. Well, and, like, they're it's post-grad now, so we're all adults, yeah. you know? Exactly. And if she is wanting, if the, the friend, not anonymous, if the friend's wanting to rekindle a friendship, then I would say – at this point, if that's on her to mm -hmm. make those steps and Definitely. to take those first steps and to prioritize Anonymous. Because yeah. Anonymous has been there just like yeah. on the side, just kind of waiting around and, and moved on rightfully so, which I'm very proud of you, Anonymous, for like she said yeah, she, she started prioritizing herself, her mm -hmm. time, and making other friendships, which is amazing. Um, I love that she took care of herself in that way, but I don't think it's her responsibility in any way to rekindle this friendship unless she wants to. Right. Unless she's feeling like she misses that friendship. And I'm sure, like, obviously we just heard, I'm sure they had, you know, good times and, like, yeah. fun together. And that's probably why she's writing about yeah. it. Yeah. She said the first two years were great. Yeah. But also, after college, if you don't live in the same place, maintaining friendships can be so yes. hard. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's... The older you get. Yes. Yeah, it's it gets so hard. hard. It's, like, crazy. So I think you really have to be, like... When someone texts you, like, what is your reaction? Like, when Mary pops up, is it like, oh, dread? Or yeah. is it, you know what yeah. I mean? I think. Like, do a self-check-in and see check how in. she feels. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I really like that. Yeah. I think Mary sounds like a, like a wrecking ball type person. Like, she's not, she doesn't think about who's in her vicinity, who she's affecting. Just by, like, this stuff with the, like. This guy's dating a girl that's her friend, by the mm -hmm. way. That was, like, oh, spe yeah. specific. Yeah. Like, it was Mary's friend the guy was dating. Yeah. She didn't care. Like, she jumped from a relationship to another, which could be a place of, like, hurting. Like, right? Like, that was her Band-Aid. But I also thought it was very interesting the way, like, they had broken up, like, weren't really friends. And then right before she needed a roommate, all of a sudden yeah. she wants to, like, rekindle the relationship. Mm. And selfish. then all of a sudden she's not there, not putting any mm. effort. Like, that felt like a calculated thing. Um, and then I can't imagine, like, you being like, I'm allergic to something. And I'm like, that is selfish. That you won't yeah. let, Like, that's like a medical. You bringing a yeah, cat right. into our place. So, I'd be like, I will die. I, like, I yeah. cannot breathe. Yeah. So and, considerate. Yeah. yeah. Jeez. In the midst of all that, her sitting and crying saying, oh, I don't have friends. Like, I feel like at that point I would have been like, okay, maybe you are just completely unaware of, like, how you impact people. So I'm going to tell you exactly what kind of friend you are. But I just feel like she's in a place where she's thinking about number one and what she needs. And it doesn't matter what what happens. She's going to get what she wants. And that's a very hard person to pursue a relationship with. So I think you either need to be able to put expectations aside, 
take mm-hmm. her for who she is and what she's able to offer at this point mm-hmm. or you need to create a boundary to like not be hurt but there is a lot of I mean we all picked up on that there's a lot of resentment yeah. there's a lot of hurt so I feel like moving forward you either need to like let that go or if you do continue a friendship you can't be like well I'm gonna be your friend hoping she gets better people are when people tell you who they are, you have to listen. Like That's what I was going to say is I feel like this specific age, college and post-college, people are becoming who they're going to be, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of change going on. And obviously, it sounds like Mary is like finding her her way in life. But also, you have to pay attention to like the path that they choose. And if this is who she's becoming, then it, then it's okay to be like, love that for you, but that's not that's not the path I'm going on and that's not the type of friend I need in my life. And I think it's, it's important to kind of pay attention to friends at that time frame in life and see where they're headed, mm-hmm. where, where life is kind of taking them and what type of person they're becoming, because that's probably who they're going to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think people can change, but I think it's very rare. So if, if she is more of a self centered person, then like, great, love that for her. But I need someone who's a little more, loving giving aware of me yeah. <laughs> in every aspect and doesn't just need a roommate yeah so <laughs> roommates are hard I've had some rough ones oh, rough. God. especially during college oh my god but that's what I mean like that's just like that's just the college experience mm-hmm. um but I think what it comes down to in summation I think what it comes down to is anonymous you need to decide if this person is worthy of being in your life mm-hmm. right we need to sit down Look at what she's bringing to the table. Look at what you're bringing to the table. If the scale is leaning towards you bringing everything and her not really doing anything, then maybe you distance yourself. You don't have to cut her out of your life completely. Obviously, you guys have beautiful memories together in the first years of college. Um, so maybe maybe some distance. Or if you want to rekindle it, you can. But that's not your responsibility. That's you choosing to take on that yeah. project. <laughs> Yeah, and, if and it des- will be a project. And if you decide to rekindle, just remember, just be super honest about yeah, everything so it I doesn't agree. happen again. And maybe have different expectations of what the friendship will be because it's probably not going to be how it was. Mm-hmm. You know, so maybe if you do want to rekindle it, maybe look for just a friendship, not a best friendship. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I think we need to normalize like having boundaries, but like you don't have to completely cut people out of your life. Like you can, mm-hmm. I have so many friends that like, if I would have just met them now, I probably wouldn't like pursue a friendship, but we've been through life. I don't agree with the way they live their life. They probably don't agree with the way I live mine, but I still can like reach out and say what's up or if they're in town, we can hang out. And like, I think kind of what you were saying, like it's, when you get older, like your capacity for what you have to focus on, like you don't have the time when you're younger where yeah. your friends are everything, like you're with yeah. them 24 seven. So it's okay to like create those boundaries in space and take them for what they're able to give and then move on, like yeah. find other people to invest in if you're looking for that like stability and emotional support. And but if you only have time for a coffee date every other month or something like that, that's, that's fine. Okay too. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't have to be 24 seven. Yeah. Oof. Gotta have you guys been through a friend breakup? Yes. yes. And we actually have a really good podcast episode on friendship breakups. Oh my so god, ooh, shout it out. Shout it out, yeah. Guys. Um I forget. It's called How that. to Break Up with Your Friends. I forget what number it is um, right now. Oh my gosh, okay, perfect. But yeah. friendship breakups, this is why I understand, like, are so they're devastating. emotional, Dramatic. devastating. Yeah. Like yep. d- depending on like the friendship and the stage of your mm-hmm. life, it could feel 
like your world is shattering. So Absolutely. even if someone can be a shitty friend, you still don't want to lose that friendship yeah. sometimes. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, it's easy to be like, oh, just cut them off. Like, okay, yeah. well, it, yeah. it's really not as easy. <laughs> right. like, yeah. but the last together. was so great. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like I had to like, one uh, recent friendship that ended like a couple years ago like I was for months like I could oh, not yeah. eat I felt like I couldn't sleep like yeah. I had so much anxiety about it like it was like a breakup like we only yeah. talk about breakups in like a romantic setting with yeah. a partner but yeah. friendship breakups like it's fucking hard it's, and, yeah. like, hard. it's in so many ways worse it's yeah because it, yeah. I don't think you expect in friendships you don't expect like even when you're like, oh, I love this guy, I'm head over heels. Like until like you got a ring on it, like you're kind of still in the back of your mind. You're Statistically, like, it's probably you not never know. Work out. Like yeah. you never know what's gonna happen. <laughs> I'm gonna keep my like. And when those people leave, you have your friends. Like you have your. I feel like your they're support system. they're a support that like you don't expect to not be there. Yeah. And yeah. when they leave, they take all of the like secrets you've confided. The like mm-hmm. stories. So you many share. secrets yeah. you've confided. It's raw. So many <sighs> yeah. Oh, well, um, good luck. I hope she figures it out. Good luck, girl. I hope she figures it out too. Yeah, write us a um update. I, would I love, love updates. I would love to know. Give us an update. Um, well, thank you guys so much for being on the podcast. I feel like this felt so like natural and genuine Very talking natural. with you guys. Um, make sure you check them out. I'm gonna have you guys shout out all your stuff. And also, we're right after this. We're report, r- reporting love. We're recording <laughs> um, an episode that's gonna go live on their channel as well. So after you listen to this, go head on over and listen to that. But we'll have the link in our share. Share all the ways they can follow you guys individually. You guys together. We wanna know all the things. I said description like it was a YouTube channel. <laughs> it's in the description. I was like, ah, oh, shoot. <laughs> well, thank you for having us. This was so fun. I'm glad we finally got to do this. Um, uh, my Instagram and TikTok everywhere is Rayanne Langis, R-A-E-A-N-N-L-A-N-G-A-S. And then we're at Confident Collective. Yeah, yes. buddy. And you can follow me everywhere at Christina Zias. It's K-R-I-S-T-I-N-A-Z-I-A-S. And our, um, since we're doing a podcast swap, our portion of it, we're going to share a couple different stories and get everyone's advice on it. So I feel like if you want more advice and more juicy stories, it's yes. like the perfect continuation for that. you. <laughs> so come on Love over. This. And welcome to the Confidence Collective family. Oh my God. Thank you. Thank you guys. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.